Hello and welcome to Don't Feed the Geeks, presented by the Long Island Comic Guys, the masters of the geeky verse. Welcome back, Geek Freaks. I am TC, joined today by JJ. Hello. So, so, so vibrant. What's up, everyone? That was, that was so vibrant. Wanna, no, that was so vibrant, JJ. If you guys don't want to you know, be it, here, I will do this no, by I myself. Be here. <laughs> I want to hear some enthusiasm. And you know what's funny is you you want to do this by yourself. I know it. I can I can sense it. From I you. really don't. It's not fun to do it by yourself. You gotta do it with your friends. <laughs> Well, um, well, seeing that now that, that we're now seeing that Toy Story is picking up his flow, you know, I'm you know because I've originally I was doing the flow like I was like full blown in there and he was just kind of monotone. So yeah, you know, and I'm not I, I did away with the uh, the catchphrases and I'm doing great now. <laughs> we, this has only been the second episode. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, already, I'm already feeling. <laughs> much you better haven't about done. It. You haven't not done the catchphrase before. I'm already feeling much better. You know, if it. you do the in- intro, I'll do a catchphrase. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, all right, I don't even know what we're doing anymore. Yeah, we got a, um, we got a good, for like, kind of, not free-for-all show, but our first, like, just us show in a while. Yeah, it's been a while since we've, we've had enough of other people, mm-hmm. and we're just going to do <laughs> a show of us, and I think this is just actually going to be comic books. a really awesome show, especially for some people who are new in the industry. I know there's a lot of different information out there. There's a lot of good information. There's a lot of bad information, but we're going to be doing kind of a collecting 101 and, you know, touch on some market trends as well. So um, we're excited to, I mean, and listen, we don't know everything, you know, try to get, you know, our best recommendation would be to try to get information from as many places as possible, multiple people, multiple opinions. And that's really the best way to do anything, not just, you know, getting into collecting of Mm -hmm. comics. But before we do that, we're going to jump into the Geek Beat, and uh, I'm going to tell Toy Story to take that away. I, I will take that away. So we got a couple things. The biggest one is that uh, about a week ago, Sony announced the PS5, which everybody's known has been coming for a while. It's going to come out holiday 2020, so it'll be out in time for Christmas this year. And they're doing two versions of the system. They're doing a disc-based version, which plays the normal Blu-rays and plays HD Blu-ray movies. And then they're doing a digital only version for it, which is going to be like a hundred bucks cheaper or something like that. And don't, yeah. so that'll just be for digital download games only. It'll be slimmer because it won't have the disc drive and it'll be cheaper. So if you, if, if you're the kind of person who doesn't like buying the games like that physical, that's perfect for you. Yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about that. It's going to be interesting. You're going to find a flood of those, not the digital ones on the shelf. I like selling my games when I'm done with them yeah. for other games. So I mean, I don't know. That's just me. It's going to be interesting. It's interesting that they went that direction. Yeah. They're basically trying to like force like GameStop and places like that out of business. Yeah, exactly. By like doing yeah. that stuff too. Yeah. I mean, it looks cool. Like it kind of like, I, I forgot, I saw a meme somewhere where someone was comparing it to like the Avengers, like Infinity War costumes, like where they all came out <laughs> wearing the white. I was like, that's pretty funny. I mean, it's a cool looking thing. It's the first time it's ever been white. Like yeah. that's a bit well that's it used to be gray like the it's first always been, one was gray yeah. were, were you born when the first one came out i don't know when did it come out was it like 97 <laughs> or something or was I, was, I, was, I was born i wasn't I, I, I could be wrong but um oh. i was in fact born it's definitely a new look i feel like two three and four have kind of all been in that same genre of look and they're really changing it up the controller looks really cool 
It does, yeah. I, yeah. I feel like they changed it. It looks kind of like, it looks like they finally like are trying to copy a little bit of like the Xbox controller. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm probably gonna lean towards getting it with the disc mm-hmm. as well. I'm I'm usually not a like first you know first season out of the gate person though with it. Like I feel like it's like usually astronomical money. They sell out, and then six months later you have it for like two hundred dollars cheaper after basically yeah. everything that was left from yeah. like the holiday See, rush. I always say that, and then I'm not going to get it. And then the pre-order shows up on Amazon, and I'm like, all right, if I don't get it, I won't be charged. I, mean, for yeah, I, won't, I won't be charged for eight months. I'll get it. <laughs> yeah. If if I if I get it, I'll probably wind up getting it as a gift. And that's usually yeah. just because of like laziness from my wife. She's just like, I don't know what to get you. So I just got you this. <laughs> I was like, well, well, I gave you a list of 35 comic books you could buy. She's like, I'm not buying comic books. <laughs> All right. Thank you. I appreciate this. I love you too. <laughs> yeah. So there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of cool games coming out. We got the Spider-Man Miles Morales game, which is going to be like a 1.5 iteration of the one that already came out. So that's going to be standalone. Can you give me a little information on this? Like, wh- is it a game? Is it a is it additional content for the? No, old it's a game because it's it's coming out. It's a full blown game. It's a full blown game for PS Five. I don't think it's as long as the Spider Man, the regular Spider Man. Okay. Um, it's like a, like you know, on Uncharted, like they did the Lost Legacy game. Or do you just know the? SP or ones? something. Yeah, they they did like side games out of the main series. It's like that. Yeah. I think that was so. I don't know if you knew about this, but a lot of games that came out on the PSP because the PSP didn't do very well. It was kind of a, pretty much a failure. Mm-hmm. But a lot of those games they did like downloadable content and add-ons and just like rebranded it as part of like PlayStation yeah, yeah, yeah. Four. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, that's um, the one that everybody was freaking out about was Miles Morales. But you also got um, a sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn called Horizon Forbidden West. And for anyone who hasn't played the original. It's a fantastic game. Um, Grand Theft Auto V is being re-released for the 13th time. Uh, that should be great. <laughs> Wait, so this is like Liberty City? Is that the one? Or, like, what's wrong? Um, no, it's the same one that's been out since Xbox 360 and PS3. They've re-released it on every single system. Wow, I've had, yeah. I had that game. I, I didn't get another one, but like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, there's a lot of cool, cool stuff coming out, so it'll be, it'll be really interesting to see. Um... And when when do we think it's coming out? Usually, they this usually comes out in like November. Yeah, historically, end of November. Yeah, and there there some prices leaked in the uh, European Amazon. It was something like four hundred ninety nine euro. So whatever that converts to like US five sixty or something. So it'll probably be around that range. Yeah, five to six hundred, huh? Yeah, that's that's kind of crazy, but I'm I mean, gonna, that's usually I'm gonna say six hundred. Yeah, PS four was four hundred, I think, when it came out. Yeah, I remember PS4 being super reasonable, and those like flew because off PS3 released at 700, so they were like, "We can't do yeah. that again." <laughs> so, like, it's, it's a, yeah, I think, but I think 600's a big number. It is, but you know but, it'll but, go. But you gotta think about this though. You gotta think about this though. This is apparently supposed to be backwards compatible with the PlayStation 4 games and the PlayStation with Everything, I think all yeah. of them. Yeah, because PS4 isn't backwards compatible, from what I understand. No, no it's not. But None PS3 of them are. wasn't either, so, though, unless you got like the top of the line yeah. version, right? Yeah, like you exactly. had to buy that seven hundred dollar one, I think, to get backwards compatibility. Exactly. So, so spending six hundred dollars that's backward compatible with the PlayStation Three games that I have and the four games I have, I can still play them. I, I why not? Listen, I'm going to do it because I always do it because I'm a sucker, and so is everybody else. So are a lot of other people. Yeah. 
Yeah. TC's the only, the only <laughs> one with restraint. <laughs> On some things. Yeah, exactly. All right, um, and then, cool. sorry. So, so next actually, up. I, I wanted to kind of sneak something in before the thing next up. Okay. So I think there's also going to be another Sneak game attack. announcement because I've been having I've been hearing a lot of rumors that there's going to be another Batman game. Mm. That's what a, that's what I thought. I was trying to think of what so, game you said that you we were talking about. So, so did you guys hear about this DC fandom thing that DC Comics is doing? So on August 22nd, they're doing this kind of like online convention, and it looks like there's like a lot of different like. You know, if you click on the website, they have a lot of different, like, five different worlds you can go to. And one of them is, like, WB Games. So I have a feeling, like, if they're going to have a whole section, like, you know, carved out for WB Games, I expect there's going to be a big announcement. And I can only imagine it's going to be that. Um, another Batman Arkham, you know, uh, line game. And I really yes, want, like, I, would love to I want those people to make a gosh damn Superman game. <laughs> like, they've been, like you know um like hinting at it since i think like the second game that yeah. they might do one and i'm just they're waiting unpatiently for that right yeah i mean they can do it like the same way where like i think it was like arkham city where like he had to slowly power up and get like all his gadgets like depower superman and have him like slowly get his his back throughout the game so like that's part of the game plus i just made the game for you guys go out and make it <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that should be another interesting event too. I'm curious to see what else um, comes out of that DC fandom event. Yeah, I'd love to see that. Cool. All right, so next up, and this was just announced today when we we're recording this, so a couple days ago, but Free Comic Book Day, which obviously didn't happen, is now being rebranded as Free Comic Book Summer. Mm-hmm. And it will be lasting from July 15th to September 19th. Stores are going to be getting a couple, like instead of just getting like 30, ti- 30 free titles at once, they're going to be getting like five a week or something throughout the summer to give out to people. So it's going to last the whole summer now instead of one day. Hmm. So they stole the idea from IG free comic. Week. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That's funny. Yeah. So that's that cool, be, oh, yeah. That oh. should be interesting to see. And then last oh. up also announced today, there's going to be a new walking dead one shot coming July 1st, which is really soon. Uh, it's like, it's like in two weeks, it's going to be called Negan lives and it's going to, detail Negan's activities towards the end of the series, which ended last year, we all know. And the really cool thing is it's going to be sent to comic shops for free, including shipping is free, to be sold at full price to help with their COVID recovery. That's cool. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, so that, that was totally out of left field today, but it's, it's a good, good idea. Uh, and who does that? Is that Image? Yeah. Image. Mm-hmm. I've never read a single issue report. Actually, no, I think I own two issues. Of Honestly, it's incredible. It really is. Um, much better than what, the, the show. Walking, the yeah, walking I've, I've, read, I've, I've read every... The Walking Dead. I, sh- I read issues 1 through 196 in... Uh, 1 through 96, I'm sorry, in a week. Yeah. But I, I, anyone who's a, who's a long-time listener of us, if you read... Um, if you listen to the episode... Where what was the movie we we um, reviewed? The thing. The thing. Yeah. Did I cut out? Yeah, a little bit. It's okay. You did. You sounded like a little <laughs> bit like a uh, like Darth Vader. Yeah. Is the whole thing bad? I'm not. No, fine. No, 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 no. How about you guys? Just do it. You're fine, man. Keep um, going. Yeah. Sorry. I, I I forgot what I was gonna say. Never mind. 
No, that's right. But yeah, I, the, the Walking I, the Walking Dead series is I like the book. The re, the reading was good. Did you, you did movie, you read it? The, the show ruined the book. I did. Yeah. But then I stopped reading because of the stupid show. Yeah, I stopped reading because of a stupid uh, twelve issue storyline that ended up being bad. <laughs> like issue one fifty, I was like, screw this. I don't even care that I read all this. I'm just like, stopping. So whatever. Yeah, I'm this excited. I'm I'm actually. I will, I will pick up this, this Negan lives. It looks, it looks interesting. Yeah. At the very least it helps comic shops, you know? Absolutely. And that's mm. what the goal is. Yeah. All right. Cool. That's about it. All right. Yeah. Mr. So we're going to get into our right main there? segment of he's looking at things. Yeah. He's looking at things. He's having on without him. Technical difficulties. So do we want to just go into our, our main segment of collecting one oh one once TC gets back online here? I mean, I'm here, but it's just oh, you're here. Okay. How, oh, you're how often we're going to hear me? <laughs> no, we can hear you. It's all good. It's all right. We'll, we'll, we'll cover you. I'm not going to be happy with this episode when I hear it or not. <laughs> You'll be all right. All right. So how do we want to start this? Okay. So we're going to be doing our main segment of Collecting 101, right, guys? Yeah. All right. right. <laughs> right. Are you just not going to talk? <laughs> I mean, I'm probably going to talk on a limited basis because if it sounds like it's garbage, I don't want to talk too much. No, you're good. It's just every now and then, like for like five seconds. Yeah, you're, you're fine. You're fine. All you're right. fine. So, so how <laughs> are we going to kick this off? All right. So we've all been at that point where we've decided, oh, I want to get into comics. What do I do? And we've all walked into the store and we've all been completely overwhelmed at first sight and probably ended up buying a little bit too much at first and a little bit of the wrong stuff at first that we might have regretted later on i think i know i did and i think you did too tc um but yeah there's this is one of the Uh, absolutely it's it's one of my favorite hobbies but it's also now knowing what i know it's easily i think one of the most difficult hobbies to really get into in a sense Mm -hmm. it's easy in other senses but it's 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 easy because there's so much and it's difficult because there's so much Does that make sense? I mean, I think the collecting market in general, and I wouldn't even limit it to comics, is is not an easy market to get into. Collecting Um, anything, you mean? And even you, yeah. I mean, like especially like collectible items, like stuff that's not worth money. If you want to go outside and collect rocks, that's going to be fine, if as long as there's no monetary value associated with it. But I mean, like when you're collecting like comics or stamps or statues, toys, cards, whatever it may be, I mean, there's a lot of information out there. It's like you're bound to make mistakes. People who are in it for, you know, decades make mistakes. You don't, you never know. It's, you know, you're, you're playing the market with a lot of stuff. And that's kind of part of my initial advice is buy what you like, but also buy smart. Mm-hmm. Now there's, and what I mean by that is if you like Spider-Man, start to collect Spider-Man. But at the same point, you have to educate yourself on which Spider-Mans you want to buy. Do you want to buy, if you want to be a psychopath like me, do you want to collect one to 1,000? Then, you know, that's, that's something you go for. And hey, you but decided you to, it, and you stuck to that. <laughs> well, they haven't gotten to 1,000 yet. Yeah, so. no. <laughs> Um, but we won't even know, like I might get there sooner rather than later. But I mean, even me, the, when I got into this, I was like, all right, I'm going to collect all of Spider-Man, all of Avengers and all of X-Men. That is overly ambitious. Yeah. I think a I big, have, a big common mistake at the beginning is biting off more than you can chew. A hundred percent. You know? Absolutely. 
And and that's the thing too. Like depending on like if you have astronomical amount of money and you know money yeah, none of this matters. nothing and you just throw it away, it doesn't matter. But if you want to come in this, if you know you want to get your foot in the door, start small. And listen, this is probably going to bite me in the butt for saying it, but you know if you want to read weekly, pick up your books. Try not to buy weekly for what's hot. It's, I mean, everyone's doing it. You have Key Collector, you have Comic Tom, you have everyone else under the sun telling you what's hot this week. Stick to what you like. Yeah. Because you never know what's yeah. going to hot. Listen, this punchline thing worked out. Her book's like 50 bucks, 70 bucks, right? Yeah. Do, you, do I think she's going to be the next Harley Quinn? Absolutely not. I think in five <laughs> years' time, it's going to be a $20 book. And that's my personal opinion. I could be 100% wrong. Morales, a totally different thing. We'll get into that later. If you like Spider-Man, like that's a book you should pick up and that's why you have it. I was like, yeah. but don't go after these huge books. And that's another thing. And, you know, another guy that I like at um, City Linux Comics, he said the same thing. Oh, he's great. If this book's already been announced to the world on like key collectors and YouTube and everybody on Instagram or wherever social media are saying how hot this book is, it's too late. Mm-hmm. It's Don't, not worth it to go hard. and try and get it. It's good right. if you already yeah. have it like, and you're and like, oh crap, opinion. I have like, that in my closet, you know? Right. Yeah. To buy it and those who are looking to flip it on the secondary market. Those are people who don't have it, they want it, they need it. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad to sell it to those people. But if you're a new buyer, that's not something you want to get in on. And that's just my personal opinion. Definitely. And, and that's the problem with a lot of these, with a lot of these other people. Like, they, they, you know, they announce that it's a hot book. And then you got these people who don't know anything about comic books or collecting or the characters. And they'll spend the stupid amount of money. Yeah. And it's the Miles Morales. And, you know, it's eventually it's going to crash. It is. It's like, gotta, it's going to crash and you're not going to get back the, the, the money that you put into it on the newer stuff. I'll say it's, it's different. If you're, if you decide I'm only going to collect silver age books, you know? Yeah. But, but, but even yeah, with that too, right. you got to remember there's, there's still that market fluctu- fluctuation. I mean, the big thing is this, you know, this movie universe has exploded with all these comic book movies that any inkling of a mention that a character is going to, be in a movie even silver age can mm-hmm. skyrocket mm-hmm. i mean you know how many times have had i mean i know for specifically for you toy story you're so weary of this hulk 181 which i disagree on that one because it's just like it's just so high and there's so many out there because they're saying there's going to be a new wolverine eventually we don't even know when we don't even know there's been no talk about the x-men joining the mcu or how yet there's just rumors all over the place and people are gobbling this book up and it's another book that's just has skyrocketed and it's you know what that's a bronze age book but still i mean even like, like look at iron man remember when iron man came out how hot that book was Iron's cooled down you can buy a tales of suspense what is it 52 mm-hmm. you can know that's that. uh 39 39 39 yeah sorry i mean it's I mean, it's an expensive book still, but if you can get like a lower grade, it like not nowhere near what it was like five years ago. Mm. So, so I, w- you know, I would pair that with the advice: don't buy what's hot right now. A hundred percent, especially do not buy what's hot right now. If you're looking to collect it, and the worst part is, is if it's a book you need, mm-hmm. like for us, like almost the worst thing that happened to us was 
and when I say us, I'm talking about me and Toy Story because we're collecting full runs of Spider-Man is the fact that Michael Keaton, literally the worst person you could ever pick to be a villain because of his popularity as Batman became the vulture. That screwed a lot. That screwed a useless, like he's not a B character. He's always been a big part of this Mm -hmm. Spider-Man storyline for anyone who's read it. But you have this character who's like, a B plus ish character. He's no green goblin. And, now, and, and the book was always expensive because it was amazing Spider-Man two, yeah. but it went from expensive to ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's still pretty like, ridiculous. I could have gotten like, when I first got into this at seven in, um, 2013 ish best comics had like a seven O for like six or 700. Oh my God. And I was like, Oh, that's a lot of money. I'm not going to get it. I'll get that book later on. Oh Matt, Matt, off the top of your head, you probably have a good idea. What is this, like a six or a seven out? Three to four? Point? It has to be, right? Yeah, three to four thousand. Yeah. So, listen, in the long run, I I agree with uh, Toy Story. I think the older books are better. Mm-hmm. And another thing that people should be wary of, and I think almost every expert we've talked to has agreed, and everyone who's been in comics is a long time, is be careful with the variants. I mean, I know me and JJ got burned with this early on. You know, we fell, <laughs> you know, down that rabbit hole of trying to get every single variant out there. And every, every single one. Yeah. I, I mean, every that, once like, in a while, plague. you hit a home run. But I would do the same thing. Like, if you like an artist, if you think it's a really cool book. Well, it's, that's, a, that's a little different, I think, if you like an artist and just wanting it because you like it. Like, that stupid Ditko variant of Spider-Man 700. Mm-hmm. That I, yep. I just like it. That's why I want yeah. that, you know? I don't expect to make huge money on that. And that's so as long as you as long as you know the reason that you're buying it and don't expect to flip it, something like that, you know? Listen, I haven't bought a variant for over cover price and i can't tell you how long and i mean again i've only been in this for about like a little over seven years now but it's like compared to like when we were first doing it jj i was buying a lot like every week and not and not like the b covers i was buying like the one in 25s the one in 50s the one in 100s it's just you know i fell in that rabbit hole i fell in that rabbit hole because you know where i was buying my books a lot of those one in one one in 25 and the one in 50s were still cover price Mm-hmm. So even though, you know, but that's a little different so if you much money in, for that cheap, you know, right. But, you know, but you buy in a cover price, but then there's 20 other covers. It's like, oh, I could just buy this one, this one, this one. That's this true. One, it's this very, one. Then, it's very easy to spend more money mm-hmm. than you want to. And that's, and I think that's one of the most volatile places in the market is like mm-hmm. all those variants and people, and they've oversaturated it too. With, yeah, you know, and DC and Marvel are both guilty of doing it where it's just like, oh, well, you know, there's this new book, but there's 25, like, you know, I use that um, CLZ app to do my inventory. There's certain books, like one of the Spider-Man books I have, and again, I'm guilty of probably having every variant in it, to the amount that you have to scroll down to get to issue two, you probably go through like over a hundred books. And that's the same thing with one that's book. The same thing. Yeah, that's the same thing with, with, you know, when Marvel took back, you know, Star Wars, Star Wars number one, there must have been 200 variant yeah. covers. And, you, mm-hmm. and you're, talking store co- you're talking store covers, like Midtown Comics had their own, you know, Torpedo had their own, Mom and Pop mm-hmm. Down the Road had their own. So, yep. you know, it got to a point where like, I got to get those. Oh, my God. You know, now it, I will never yeah. touch those things again. And 
I, I think the market has really smartened up. Um, the people who I would really um, give the advice to about kind of steering clear of them are the people who are new. Like, listen, if you're like on the fence about what to get, if you want to get them here or there, or there's a, an, an artist you love, get them. But also don't fall into the game of the variant of the variant. So now there's like, there'll All be right. like a trade dress, which has like the the title and everything on it then there's a virgin cover which has no co- you know no markings on it and then sometimes there'll be like a variation of the virgin color like i was just going yeah. through my books now and i have a detective 1000 from one of my favorite artists um Gab- gabriel delato and i was like there's a trade dress and then there's two virgins i was like what the why do i have two virgins of this and i realized one had in the background he drew he painted bats and one he didn't and that was the only difference. So it, it's money. That's all, that's get, all it is. It's get money. the book you like. If you want the, if you want to go crazy and get the virgin, get the virgin, but don't get the others. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you know, know people want the virgin and they make you buy all three. And then you yep. know what you do? You just right. walk away. <laughs> you know, uh, and it's interesting because, you know, I was thinking about this, you know, doing this collecting one-on-one. And when I first started, you know, collecting comics and everything like that, it was going to my local shop and, you know, Hey, what's new? What's, what's, you know, what's cool to read. They would give me great, you know, they would give me advice and you know, it's one of those things you flip through it. And eh, did you buy to read or to collect specifically? No, to, to read. I was Back reading then, right? the comic yeah. books down there. You know, it was never about, Oh my God. Yeah. I need and then some of those you know? just happen to be a lot of money now. You know, yeah. You know, being 10 years old, nine, 10 years old, you know, it was more, you know, I need the next issue. You know, you know, uh, at the time, probably, you know, uh, Superman was my favorite, you know, and I was just reading that because I didn't know any of these other books. Yeah. So, but now, you know, now at a time, I think if I was that nine or 10 year old now, it would be a lot difficult to start reading these books because first, there's so many of them out there. Going into a shop, you know, especially, I'm going to use Midtown Comics as, as a reference, you know, you walk up to this wall and there's thousands of books. There's not thousands, but there's hundreds of books. You get overwhelmed and, you know, it's more like you said before it's turned into a collector thing where you i don't think people are really reading these books as much anymore i think they're just collecting i mean i could be wrong on that they're probably reading some of them but they're not reading every single one they, they get like i was like that when i was when when the new 52 came out the amount of books i was picking up every week yeah me too and i'm gonna say now like i was i was spending anywhere from 100 to 200 dollars a week buying new 52 books but i had to have every single cover and there was you know my stack was huge and I would never, ever read all of them. I couldn't because it was just so many of them, but it was turned out to be, you know, I turned into this collector. Like I have to have it all, you know, cause that, that was, you know, this new 52, this whole revamp. It, I, I, I now being a, being that nine, 10 year old, I don't know if it, it's smart just to be a collector, uh, you know, being to read. It's a lot different. I would think. I think I actually have like good advice for someone who wants to read. Now, if you, you're looking to read and not necessarily collect and listen, when, once you start reading, cause that's initially what happened to me. I wanted to start reading, but then once you see everything and you see the, the old books and the prices and how much they're worth, you know, you get, um, what's, what's the word? I can't think of the word I'm looking for, but it's, uh, it's like romanticized or something like that. It's, um, y- you know, it's like, oh, wow, look at all this. I want that too. But I think the best advice to a reader is I would honestly pick up the book at a store, but as a good backup. Now, listen, 
you're not going to be by the whole thing of this book. So I think digital is a, in with buying the new books that you want to read, digital is a great tool to help you catch up on the old stuff. Mm -hmm. And honestly, what you could also do, and I did this a lot, especially in the beginning, is use the internet. Yeah. You know, when, if you're reading a story about the vulture, like for the first time, and you know, there was a big story about Craven that just happened in Amazing Spider-Man. I know you don't read um, the current stuff, um, Toy Story, but there was like this Craven, like, like who's this Craven guy? It's like, there's so many great Craven stories out there. Like you could find out, you can Google who he is, who, what he was about, and you can find the information that way. And like, if you want to go the route of like getting Marvel Unlimited or DC Universe, which I personally don't recommend for comic reading, um, I, I know you guys uh, still use it, but I mean, you could read those old books and almost all of them, especially for a major character. I know yeah. it's harder for like, I, I mean, Marvel, I think has pretty much everything. They have everything I know DC, yeah. their, their library is still being built because rush that, yeah. <laughs> that, that program out yeah. there prematurely, in my opinion. Yeah. But um, yeah, that'd be my advice for the reader. That's good. But well, let's kind of circle let me back ask- to the collector. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let, let me ask you something. So me being a, so your advice, so me being a nine, 10 year old, I just got out mm-hmm. of an Avenger movie. Here I go. I, I don't know anything about these characters except for what I've seen on a TV. I go to my comic book shop and I'm, I mean, there are two different types of characters, right? So, you know, I, I would think, I think these movies ruined, ruined a lot of the comic books, the way that they are portrayed. I see. I know what you, I know what you mean. Yeah. So, I mean, what would I say to that kid who just watched that movie? Sure. Find a great comic book shop, right? Like you have to go like your local comic. And, and, the, and the bad part is, is there's plenty of comic book shops out there that aren't good. Mm-hmm. And one big thing is don't get discouraged by going into a bad comic shop. Because for as many as there could be bad, there's plenty that are still good. Like if you yeah. go into a comic shop and they were kind of rude to you and they blew you off, like don't stop there because there's other really good comic shops out there. And honestly, if you want to know, like ask us our recommendations, especially in like the New York and Long Island area, we'll a hundred percent give you recommendations for wherever area you're in. Mm. But pick one character would be my advice. Pick one character, to start at least one book and read that book and see how you feel. Because I, I get what you're saying, how these cat these ruined the characters or to a certain degree. I think it, brought the characters to the masses what comic books does are they rich the character because the best stories aren't going to come from the movie i mean the movies can do incredible things now but the best rich you know really involved stories come from the comic books i mean just think of how many great stories i mean the infinity gauntlet you know is basically the last two avengers movies we got right Mm -hmm. Those two movies, I mean, we've gone on about that. They were fantastic. It still doesn't even touch the story of the Infinity Gauntlet. What was that? Eight right. issues of a comic book? Maybe more? Right. Maybe 12? Mm-hmm. I mean, and there was everyone involved. Now you have to remember, because of all the Sony, Marvel, Fox stuff, it doesn't include all Marvel's characters. You have the X-Men were in that. The Avengers were in that. Literally anyone you could think of, every major character, was in that storyline. Mm-hmm. So like that, that might be a great thing to do. You know, you just saw this movie called Infinity Wars or Avengers. Go read the Infinity Gauntlet and just like be blown away by that. I mean, I just, I think 
that's a, you know, a great place to start. And like, that's something too, where like, you can probably get the whole set of it for like 20 bucks. Agreed. But, yep. All right. We, 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 um, so the, I think that's good for like people who want to read. And I think there's plenty of advice. If you want to ask us more specific stuff, definitely hit us up on Instagram, email us at requests at licomicguys.com. If you want to go that route, um, just let us know. We'll, uh, we'll help in any way we can, mm-hmm. but in terms so of collecting now, let's, um, uh, specifically collecting. So uh, we I did, have we one reading. general piece of advice, I think for someone who's okay. just starting, you don't need all of that stuff right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're wrong. <laughs> that would be my biggest thing, honestly. Yeah. Do your research, take time to learn, you know? And that's, and I agree 100% with you. And that's one of the, another the bad things about all this information out there too. There's the Instagram, you see different posts, you know, you see people with like, you know, 10, $10,000 books. They've been in the game a long time or they're, they're either, it's either that or they're very, you know, well off. Mm. A lot of, a thing that I've heard a lot and I, it's a piece of advice I do like is let your collection pay for your collection. And what that means is build up to that big book that you want. <laughs> now we, we spoke earlier about like, you know, reading what you want and stuff like that, but do it smart too. Like if you hear a rumor before the book comes out that something's hot, like if you get that punchline book for three ninety nine or whatever cover price it is now, and you can flip it for $50, absolutely flip it for $50. And then that's 50 bucks that may go a $50, you know, Silver Age book. Or and go to that book. Silver Age that you want. Yeah. And that book will pick up steam. And then you keep buying a couple Silver Ages. And then like you take $500 worth of books, you sell those, and then you buy a $500 book. Mm-hmm. And you keep letting, you know, your collection pay for itself almost. Yeah. And that's how yeah. like, I think a good way to get in the door is with stuff like that, especially, you know, there's, there's a lot of information out there. Mm-hmm. There's books you can pick, pick up and it's work though. Like mm-hmm. if you want to do it, like collecting isn't going to be like an easy thing. Like if you want to go on the internet and buy it all like, at, you know, the market or retail, you can do that. But like, that's not the way you're going to get stuff for a deal. That's not the way that you're going to build up to like buying like a $10,000 book. I mean, it takes time. It takes work. You have to research. I mean, l- listen, we're in the digital age. There's so much information out there. There's so many different apps specifically for comic books that you can use. And a big part and of I it mean, too is sifting through the good information and the bad information, which right, is where so, having friends and knowing people in the industry and who have been collecting for a long time becomes crucial, I think. A hundred percent. Because listen, how much stuff that we know do we only know because of the people we know? Oh, you know, absolutely. absolutely. And you have to have a multitude of different people too, because you might get different advice. And like, just think about things that I think he's spot on about. I think there's stuff that, you know, Alan, our friend spot on about, you know, we get a lot of advice from like Ozzy and, you know, uh, Mike at Royal you know, we really try to get, you know, as much expert advice as we can get. And, you know, we know a lot ourselves too. I mean, and like, even between us, like, we'll be like, Hey, what do you think about this? Like, do you think this is going to go up? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, 
at that point, you take all that information, and then you kind of just got to go with your gut a little bit. Of yeah, don't take anything like for gospel. Yeah, 100%. And listen, at the end of the day, if you want something, you're going to get it. If you really want it bad enough, it's just like, listen, I need to get this. But be smart. Like, you know, wait it out. Like, look, keep looking and looking. And eventually, you'll find it for, you know, a reasonable price or a price that you're willing to pay at least. Yeah. Case in point, my Spider-Man really? 1 that I picked up a couple months ago, my good copy. I was waiting <laughs> on that on that grade for a while. One showed up, and what did I do? I put in a little bit of money that I had aside, but I let my lower-grade Spider-Man 1 and one of my doubles pay for it. You let your collection pay for itself again. Even if you I have mean, to put in a little bit maybe to keep building it, obviously, but that's the best way the to same, do it. It's the same thing I did. I took a gamble on a Daredevil 1. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is probably like you know, five years ago, mm-hmm. um, I came back graded much higher than, you know, what I thought it was going to be. I wound up trading that and, you know, some cash to a very good friend, Mr. Kara, yeah. <laughs> uh, for my, for my uh, amazing Spider-Man one, you know, it, it'll happen. Listen, there's day, there's times you're going to get burned and there's times that you're going to hit a home run. You know, I think the biggest thing is if you hit more home runs and you get burned, you're doing well. Mm-hmm. You're going to get burned though. Expect right. to. Yeah, and listen, Everybody, no one's, even no we one's do now, ever right you know? 100% of the time. I mean, you know, everyone could be like, oh, there's Spider-Man, there's Spider-Man. I mean, tomorrow, those Milo Morales books could start selling for $100 Yeah. when everyone said they're hot. And I think everyone so agrees hot. they're at a peak right now. I mean, yeah. I think that's probably consensus. Mm-hmm. But I can see that being a consistent $1,000 book. Yeah, easy. Because there's three things surrounding that, and I'll get into that let's go, know, let's, let's circle back to that later because okay. I, I i do want to talk about it later but um i think the next thing is once you decide that you want to start getting into these big books you need to start educating yourself on grading mm-hmm. now there's a lot of great sources um what's the book you use the uh, overstreet Matt? guide to creating comics Overstreet. they have yeah. an amazing um not the price guide the guide to, to grading comics yes amazing tutorial on what to look out for. And some of the big things are creases. There's blunted corners, tears, detached covers and pages. There's stuff cut out of, there's, you know, if you ever heard of the Marvel value stamp missing, there's literally, you know, there's ads cut out, there's splash cut out, cut out the pinups. Yeah. There's pinups. There's a lot of foxing, tanning, page quality. What does it all mean? Let's start with the creases that's pretty straightforward right it is so when you hear somebody say color breaking color breaking is basically a crease but it folded so much that the color of the page broke literally broke and what was once black or green or blue has a white crease in it so it's that's like the equivalent what, of taking your nail and scratching the ink off well that would be right. more of a color up though right well, no, in terms of like what it does, because it actually gets, yeah. it, it, it um, folds so much that some of the ink comes off, which is where the Yeah, it creates from. a crack yeah. is what it is. Yeah, right. So that's what, what's called known as color breaking. And you want to make sure, especially when you're buying an older book, the more color breaks you see, the lower your grade on it's going to tick. Now, you can, whether you want to go by raw grades or, you know, you know, graded book grades, it's still going to be kind of judged on the same scale. 
Um, so, and now the size of the crease too, the break is a lot of times you'll find on the old covers, somebody folded the cover of the page and that creates a huge crease. And that's like, that's, that's judged even more harshly. And Toy Story, you probably have more information on like how mm -hmm. that's right. Cause you, you're pretty fresh on the, uh, yeah. So on, they, on they the judge guides, right? Yeah. They judge those creases and the tears and stuff based on how big they are. So like they'll go as, you know, detailed as by an eighth of an inch, they'll measure the big creases. So like obviously a giant crease in the corner or a giant rip, you know, the, they'll, they'll take out a ruler at CGC and they'll measure it, you know, yeah. because certain grades don't allow for certain big rips, you know? So, so let's say for example, there was like a fold in the page and it has a, a white color break of like an inch. Mm -hmm. What's like, if that was the only thing wrong with the book, what would be the highest grade you would get on something like that? How, how big if you say an inch? Like an inch, yeah, of a color break. I don't know if it could get above nine if that's the case. Yeah. So, yeah. so just think about you're looking best case when you see one of those. If the rest of the book is pristine, and let's pristine, be honest, no. when we see stuff like that, it's not the case. So you're probably looking at the very best case in E5, which yeah. is a VF plus mm -hmm. for people who go by the raw scale. Is that, am I right about that? I've been, yes. I've been studying that. Yeah. So, so that's stuff you all got to keep in mind, not only when you're, when you're collecting, but when you're buying too. Um, you so got to look, you got to be able to look at a book and say, not, not even necessarily like pin the exact grade, even although yeah. that is helpful, but get a general idea. Is this a low, mid or high grade book? Is it a mid grade book that presents really well? Is it a high grade mm -hmm. book that kind of looks like crap because it has one really bad problem with it? You know, are these problems that could be, you know, that are that don't show very well, so the book like looks a little better. You know, you, you gotta learn how to look at the book and judge it for yourself. And when you're doing this, even if it's in person, like don't let people pressure you to buy it. Yeah. Like if it's no. something that you have to yeah. come back, like listen, mm -hmm. I need to see like what something like this mm -hmm. goes for. Like this is the grade I personally think it is. I need to go, you know, step away and don't do it in front of them because yeah, that's a little course. rude too. Like I'm not gonna price check right in front. It's like, listen here, give it back. It's like, thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Let me go look into this. And if it was a, if it was the right price for that grade, go back and buy it, mm -hmm. or you know, work out a deal Definitely. if not. I mean, the worst thing they can say is no. Mm -hmm. And a lot um, of like an offer. Yeah, if you become friends with like people at different shops or dealers or whatever, a lot of them, first of all, they're experts. Hopefully, mm -hmm. a lot of them are. Yeah. Second of all, they're happy to like explain, honest, you, know, honest, explain you stuff. Experts. Yeah, like yes. someone like Mike at Royal, you know, he's a grading whiz and he's happy to sit there and say, you know, why he thinks a book is a certain grade. And immersing yourself in people like that makes you better as a grader, you know? Yeah. I mean, me and Toy Story just this year have put a lot of work into that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like we go to our friend Alan, who we've had on the show before, and we're usually within a grade to a grade and a half on what he thinks. So, I mean, like just for us, that's, pretty like, good. that's, a, <laughs> that's a huge like confidence booster that like, Oh, we're actually getting to a point where we're, you know, deciphering these grades correctly, which is yeah. awesome. And like a lot of those people too, like Mike and even Alan, they're kind of harsh graders too. So though most of the time they'll be Rightfully like, ah, so. I think it's a five, five. And then sometimes you'll be like, Oh, it was six. Yeah. Six, five, seven. It could be anything like that. Think Maybe don't do that yeah. as much unless you're trying to look for a deal. But, um, but there's other stuff too that you need to to um, look out for when you're like yeah. always, 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 always. And I didn't do this so many times. I haven't been burned yet. But count pages on expensive books. 
Yes. <laughs> and I was going to come back to that too. I never do it. <laughs> you need and to. And I, I need to bring Alan with me everywhere because this is something that he can do that absolutely yeah. amazes me. He can tell by the weight of the book if mm-hmm. there's pages missing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, when we were helping Kyle at his show recently, he's like, I swear to God, like the guy pulled, he, he picked it up and he compared it to another one. He goes, there's two pages missing from here. And dead on, there was two pages missing from the book. Yeah. I was like, I, that blows me away that he's able to like tell the difference in weight like that. But if you're, I mean, personally, if I'm buying an expensive silver age book, it's usually graded. Yeah. But if you're buying a raw one, if you have a chance to buy a raw ASM four at an awesome price, (laughs) make sure there's 16 pages in there. Yes. Yes. And let's talk about that too. So when you say page count and you say 16 pages, you don't mean front and back. There's 16 sheets of paper. Now does that include the cover? No, it doesn't include the cover. So all together, including the cover and you're counting front and back, you're usually looking for 18 pages. Yep. So, and that includes the ads, correct? Yep. And this always confused me because like on my comic shop and stuff, it'll say like, you know, uh, 12 cents and then 36 pages. So I was always like 36. What do you mean? There's eight (laughs) sheets, 16, so it's uh, it's 32. And I'm like, they count. So they count count each one. Yes, they count the covers. Yeah, so the the cover counts as four, right? Because it's front, back, back, front of the cover. So so the cover itself is counted as four pages. Exactly. Yeah, (laughs) that was something I was struggling with too. Yep. So page one. It is confusing out there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I was can't, I was always thought um, it was just yeah. the, oh. If you're buying from a good dealer, like they'll you know they'll I they'll, 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 no, they'll notate that stuff too if they see if they see it. Yeah, but but I mean even good dealers, it might not necessarily be that you know. They yeah, anybody could anybody Sometimes anybody can miss catch. It. Yeah, yeah, you know they they didn't they didn't catch her. They caught they counted quickly and you know they mm-hmm. they didn't realize a page was missing. Um, I mean stuff like the 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 bigger stuff is like tears. Like tears is another thing. It's judged more harshly than a than a page break, right? Yeah, definitely. But it's another thing where, like you said before, the size of the break, the tear also matters too. Yep. And I'm surprised, like, you know, there can be like little chunks, like chipping missing, and you know, you can still get like an eight zero as long as it's not too big. Which is, I I thought that was judged more harshly, but mm-hmm. I think the really the size of like chip or the tear is important. So like it is 100%. if you had a little one, it might not be as bad. But if you're talking like, you know, like a two inch chip missing, you're looking at probably a very low grade. <laughs> exactly. And then there's simple things like blunted corners. Go ahead, JJ. And then, well, well, didn't we hear a story about a certain book, like a, maybe a, uh, an action one that, you know, if we tore the corner off, it was actually a better grade to tear the corner off than. Well, no, that, that's, that's different because there was restoration on the corner. Oh, I got Yeah, you. so like if a lot of times if there's restoration on a small spot, it's called restoration removal. So you tear off the corner, it lowers the grade, but it's unrestored then. So obviously yeah. that's worth more. Gotcha, so, okay. So that's, I mean, that's something good to bring up too. I mean, we'll continue going into the other things. Restoration and... We can do a whole episode on restoration. And, um, and you know, uh, not restoration. I guess <laughs> restoration versus lower grades, I guess. So you could have a five Oh restored, mm-hmm. or you could have a three Oh not restored, which one's worth more in terms of the market. Usually the three Oh restored, the three no, unrestored. unrestored. Yeah. Yeah. So this is one of those industries where you do not want to restore comics. You don't want to. So 
you might hear the term a lot, color touch. Color touch is can be something as simple as somebody, you know, using black marker to cover, you know, a color break, like somebody there in 89, uh, first appearance of John Stewart. I'm not, you know, naming names specifically. But, um, and that's really simple color touching. But there's also, you know, highly professional ways of doing it, which I can, I actually don't totally understand how it's done. Um, there's high level, there's glue, there's, you know, spine splits that are repaired. Um, there's a lot of different ways that um, a book can be restored. Are there any other ways, like other than glue and stuff like that? Ceiling tears. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, sure. I'm not a really big expert Color. on that. Is, 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 is replacing a staple considered a restore? Mm, yes. No, I, I don't Usually they'll just notate extra staple or something on it because my Did you take another staple out. I thought it was my, my original. Out and then... No, my original Spider-Man okay. one, the one eight that I had, had four staples added to it and it wasn't restored. It just notated on the label four staples added. But if the original staple was was removed and a new one was put in, would that be restored? That I don't know. Because so you had additional staples. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I I think if you remove an old staple and put a new one on there, it is I again, we're not a hundred percent on everything. So that's something worth looking into. Gotta um, ask the head grader. Yeah, he'll know. Um, because sometimes covers are completely detached too. And that's, you know, uh, another low thing that people don't want. So a detached cover, that's like, can you get higher than like a 1.8 on something like that? That I don't know. Pro probably yeah. a little higher or they might, sometimes they'll give it a, I, I don't know too much about it, but sometimes they'll N give it a qualifying NS? grade. Yeah. Like this book is an 8.0, but you know, the cover's detached. That happens yeah. all the time. This book is an 8.0, but the centerfold is detached. So let's talk about color rub. Because color rub is like something where you might see people try to do color touch on. How does color rub happen? That's like if your th the thumb goes over the cover. You know, yeah, a so lot, like, that yeah, happens a lot thumbs, when kids are, yeah when kids are reading it and they like turn the or, pages and whatever. Or fingerprints too. Is finger yeah. are fingerprints counted on their own or are those color rub as well? I color rub. So that's like those usually happen on the newer books, right? Nowadays, because of the type of ink they use and the paper they use, it's more now on the newer books than they are on the older ones. Absolutely, a lot Very of fingerprints common. issues. I noticed that a lot on some of my books, like that I had the newer books, especially in the beginning when I was physically reading them. I was like, oh, I have like freaking fingerprint stains on these. It's annoying. Yeah. Um, so another thing is, and the last thing I want to do is fox thing because that's the one I I, I just learned. But we'll, let's do pH quality and tanning. Yeah, so, so how many ones do you have? <laughs> how many what? How many different like pH qualities All are right. there out there? White, off-white, white, off-white, off cream, off-white, cream, um, tan, tan to off-white, tan, and then brittle. Oof. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I'm usually an off-white and up myself. I don't think I have any cream books. Yeah. Hmm. But if the cover looks nice, I don't really care. But and a lot of the time, a lot of the times, if the colors are, a lot of the times, if there's like cream or lower quality pages, then there's tanning on the front cover a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. I I think yeah, I have a nineteen. 100%. I have I think I have a nineteen thirty eight ish or thirty nine little orphan Annie book that's listed as cream. Yeah, 
Yeah. And what causes like the pages to get duller? Is it just like left out? Is it could it be water damage? Like what are the I, different I things? Th that I don't know. I feel like it's a, it's a lot. It has a lot to do with the temperature and humidity and stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, because mm -hmm. that probably ages the paper inside. So that's another piece of advice when you store your comics. Store your comics well, definitely. Keep them in a cool, dry area. You don't want them to be too hot. You don't want them to be in an area that's going to be super cold. You want it to be somewhere that's going to maintain a decent temperature and also don't and also doesn't have like the risk of getting wet or flooded and stuff like that. So you don't want to keep it in a basement like I do with all, every single comic book I have. But um, <laughs> it is- keep mine in my closet in a box. I mean, my house yeah. is temperature controlled, you know? Yeah. Just to make sure you're, you don't like it, you don't live in Texas or something and leave it in a non-air conditioned room, you know? You can have comic books in Texas. We're not you can, but you got- <laughs> you can. Just put your air conditioner on. <laughs> Just for your comics. <laughs> um, so, I mean, we talked about people cutting stuff out. You'll hear like Marvel value stamp listing, listed a lot. That's literally a stamp that was in the book that you could paste into this like little collector book that, and I've seen them. It's like, oh, put all your Marvel value stamps in this book. And people cut them out. And one of the biggest, biggest books that has happened to you is what Toy Story? My favorite, Hulk 181. Yes. Hey, I, I love Hulk so, Money One. It's made it made me a lot of money. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's it's constantly missing. So, educate yourself on which books had Marvel value stamps, especially if you're looking to collect those. And that's another thing, along with counting the pages, make sure that that's there. Make sure that ads aren't cut out either. Anything, yes. anything cut out. And or if the book had a centerfold, make sure the centerfold's in there. Yeah, like my, one of my biggest books that I love is my, you know, my first Poison Ivy. There was a, you know, a Batman and Robin uh, centerfold in there. And a lot of those were taken out and kids used to, you know, put those on their walls back in the 50s and 60s. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great Infantino cover. It is. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, so the last thing I kind of wanted to finish with, and this was the word I always heard, and you might not have even heard it, is the term foxing. You love the now, foxing lately. I... I totally thought foxing was something almost like a blunted corner or like when the page started to like come up and it was like right. started to get frilled or something like that. Yeah. And that's what I thought foxing was, but it turns out it's not that at all. It's basically mold. Yeah. And you'll notice it's like when you see in your books, you'll see like tiny little dots. Brown dots. And it was because it was in an area where probably there was a lot of moisture and that's why you want it to be a cool and dry place. So you don't want it to be too humid. You don't want it to be too like damp and wherever you're storing it. Cause then that's how you'll get like the mold spots, which people refer to as foxing because it sounds nicer when you're trying to sell something to somebody like, Oh, there's a little foxing here rather than saying, Hey, there's a little mold down yeah, here. I know. It's, it's such a, such so slick. So it's, it's a, uh, it's definitely a slick move. 100%. Um, when it comes so next time you hear it's like yeah there's a little foxing on it just know that's mold yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right so i think we covered a lot of the major things when it comes to grading yeah that was good and and we can't stress enough guys educate yourself stuff mm -hmm. i mean especially once you start buying books in the hundreds and thousands of dollars i mean listen if you're gonna buy a hundred dollar book would i say 
would I personally flip through a $120 book and check all the pages? Absolutely not. I'm not going to lie. Am I going to do it for a $700? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, especially right. if it's raw. Yep. So listen, be smart with what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to go back to what I said a little bit earlier. Um, you know, collect what you like, but be smart about it. And when you're collecting what you like, you, you might like everything. And, and Toy Story has said this a bunch of times. You can't buy everything at the same time. So put lists together, keep pricing together, you know, have pricing for a couple different grades on stuff. Have a want list. And grade it. Yeah. And keep it to like five books. Have a list. At any given I mean, time, have a couple books that you're looking for. And then like if you're at a show or if you find them somewhere, if there's an online convention like AtCon where people have a bunch of great stuff, um, <laughs> you know, find the book that's the best deal. Like listen, there might be a book that's number one on your list, but if you can find number three and it's like half of what you were you know, looking to pay, mm-hmm. you know, pick that book up, you know, and then you can replace it with another book, but don't kind of dig yourself into d- deep of a hole. Um, I mean, I definitely did that early on. I bought everything, you know, half of what I had wasn't great stuff. And like, yeah. you know, I wish some of the stuff I bought like was in better condition. So like, you know, make sure you're happy with the condition of something when you buy it and don't feel pressured. Like, oh, I'm missing that book. I need that book. I don't care what the grade is. I don't care what the quality is. You know, take your time. I mean, you know, the books aren't going anywhere. You know, they've been here for 180 years plus. Exactly. Um, they're going to be here for long after all, all of us are gone. So, yeah. you know, take your time and enjoy the hobby. Good. Um, good. That was a good, that was a good, uh, good ending there. Yeah. That. But now we are going to talk about a little bit of the Mark trends now, right? Can we, can we talk about the book? Yes. <laughs> Jim doesn't want to. <laughs> No, I don't care. It's you know, it's 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 an, it's it, it's so interesting. It is. Why don't you start it off, and we'll talk about it. Me or me or all right, I will. So, <laughs> ultimate Fallout Four, the book that everybody oh. here has seen posted everywhere over the last two weeks. It seems like. Wait, what book? <laughs> uh, U F U F U F Four. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now I know. Yeah. <laughs> First appearance of Mr. Miles Morales. Ben came out in 2011. Print run of 73,000, I learned. I don't know how that compares to anything else at the time, but that's the print run. Two uh, years before I got into it. You know how many I probably would have had? Yeah, right? No. <laughs> this book... All right, so I'll, I'll just give a little... I bought this book in the beginning of April, 9-8, for $450. And I thought graded. I... You bought it graded, graded right? And I, I was like... I overpaid a little bit. I was like, oh, whatever. I, I, I just wanted it. And for the last three weeks, I've been watching this thing nearly triple that. And it has been, I have ne- I have, granted, I haven't been collecting, you know, 20 years. So I've been collecting probably eight, eight, seven or eight years. I have never seen anything like this. Have you guys? I mean, the market was on fire. It was anything you saw posted. It, it literally took over the market for about three to four days, I would say. Mm-hmm. And again, like I heard different people say different things, but it was literally a perfect storm of things that happened. I mean, you had the- City Limits said that. 
Yeah, and, and we had the same, and I was like, I agree 100%. Yeah. It's just, you had the video game. You had the, you know, Edge of the, you know, Spider-Verse 2 that they um, came out with. You know, you have people, you know, dressing up at ra- rallies for, you know, BLM, you know, as Miles Morales. Yeah. I mean, there was just a ton of things, like, really, like, compacting what was going on. Mm-hmm. And it was just crazy to me. It's just, I mean, I've never seen anything like pickup steam. Like I bought the book a month before you did. And we both bought it in a nine, eight for a hundred dollars less than you. Yeah. And that's why I thought I overpaid a little bit at the time. Within three months, almost to the day, this book has picked up over $700 in value. Yeah. Now, I think the I think the peak was the peak sale I saw was the peak sale I saw was fifteen hundred. As yes, that's the same I, I saw as well. But we don't know if people paid more outside of like eBay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Instagram and private sales. That could have been even more. Yep. But you know, according to eBay, nope. that was the highest sale that we saw. But um. So I was listen. I was lucky ahead, enough JJ. just to find this. I just I was lucky enough just to find this in a random box that I had. Yeah, you didn't even know you had it. Ungraded, <laughs> and I had so no clue bag. I had it. I'm going through. I'm going through my box, getting ready for AdCon, and I'm like, what the heck? And I I know the cover, and <laughs> when I flipped and I saw it, I I had to do a double take. I'm like, wait a minute, what? And when I pulled it out, it was still it's still in this bag in that yeah. little poly bag. I've never opened it. It uh, shocking to me. Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> awesome! It's a great find, and you're, that su- you didn't even know you bought off the shelf. <laughs> I'm surprised Never. you don't still have the. Uh, you don't have the other one too. The, uh, the which variant. other one? Oh my god! Let's not even talk about that yeah. variant. Yeah. So so another unique would, thing about this book is too. There's a weird newsstand variant that says Black Panther on it. Are you aware really? of that as well? I've heard about that. I heard they're very scarce. Yeah, super scarce. I saw what, so one a raw of that book sold for a thousand dollars, ungraded. That's nuts. And then there's this crazy. I don't even know how to pronounce the artist's last name because there's like a D, a J, a the R, variant. a U. Yeah, I was just like. Yeah, the yeah, variant I think sold variant. for four or five thousand dollars in the nine eight. Yeah, I saw one signed by. I think Bendis and somebody else who wrote it with him for 3,500. Yeah. It's crazy, crazy stuff. So what I was going to say before is people refer to something like this as a bubble. When's the bubble going to pop on it? Now, the thing I was you know, talking about earlier with like, what's her name again? Deadline punchline. Sorry. Punchline. Yeah. I already forgot about it. <laughs> I feel like that's more of a bubble where it's just like, it's kind of a carbon copy of another character. I mean, let's face it. Harley Quinn is arguably the biggest or second biggest female character in the DC comics universe. I mean, I think at the peak of before the wonder woman movie came out, hands down the most popular DC character, um, female character, excuse me. Do I see this happening in a punchline? No. I mean, if you have a Harley Quinn, Batman Adventures 12, do I think that's a better book to have than punchline? A thousand percent, a million percent. Yeah, of course. Um, it's just, 
the thing with this book is it's got a lot of different things going for it. You know, there's a lot of different stuff going on with diversity right now. You know, it's a diverse character, uh, Miles Morales. It's the poly bag thing too is an interesting thing because the poly bag dings some of the books up. So if you didn't send that, take that out right away and send it, there's still, com- in comparison, there's a lot of 9 eights. I'm not saying there's not a lot of 9 eights out there, but in comparison to the 73,000, there's not a lot yet. Mm-hmm. And the problem is once there's more, then you're going to see the book starting to come down more. But right now it's supply They've already started to flood the market a little bit. Yes. So I just looked at some sales. So we were seeing sales, 1,400, 1,450, 1,500. Now you're seeing 900. 1,000, 1,100, 950. So it's cooled down even since everybody started putting theirs on eBay, you know? I don't see this book. So in terms of bubble completely popping, I think 750 to 800 is the lowest I'm going to expect to see this book go. I think it's still going to be a high money book. And that's when I'll buy it back. (laughs) Um, So full disclosure, Toy Story no longer has the book we were talking about. He sold it. and, and take, a, take a look at the second printing on this. The second printing is selling for a lot too. It is a couple like, hundred dollars easy. The first printing, but the second printing. I mean, uh, I'm how kicking many of myself in the, in the butt for not buying like the bunch that um that we can be heroes had during their yeah. remedy tour. They yeah. had like forty of them. I should have just said I'll take them all for like. I think they were selling them at ten or twenty dollars a pop at that time. And what are they going for? A hundred or more easy? Yeah, but, crazy. It's just everything about the book, everything about the character. I mean, he's hot right now. And the problem is that's always, that's a character that I thought should be hot. Mm-hmm. He's not like a throwaway, like some of these other characters are, you know, people like him, people like, you know, I'm trying to think of like other characters who aren't really hot yet. I mean, Batman Beyond is getting there. Like I think people already know about him, but just think about how high Batman Beyond is now. Let's, speculate that whatever kevin smith says comes true and we have a batman beyond movie with michael keaton as bruce wayne what do you think happens to that batman beyond book you know what's gonna happen three thousand dollars and then that's when you're gonna right now looking at a thousand dollar book (laughs) i agree either yeah because there's so many nine sixes in that book Mm-hmm. And there's so many that because there's also the um, the UPC one. There's yes. The the one between the UPC and the and the one that doesn't have the UPC that's a big thing too. I'm mm-hmm. looking at it right now. It has yeah. an UPC on the nine <laughs> that I'm staring at. Yeah. But listen, did. there's a lot of and that's a thing about the market is you never know. You really don't know right. what book's gonna hit and what book's not. That's why I'm saying buy what you like. And yeah, listen, exactly. if you like Miles Morales and you really want him. Like if you, and you don't have them yet, now's not the time to get them, guys. Wait I a mean, couple weeks, uh, wait a couple if months. If you don't care, I mean, and again, we're not, you know, we don't have a crystal ball. Something could happen with Miles. Like, listen, if Miles Morales shows up in an MCU movie, in the next Spider-Man movie, he might go, the book might go up to 2000. Mm-hmm. But I think if I'm reading the market right now, I give it another week too before yeah. I even think cap. about buying. It's going to start coming. Yep. Agreed. But the worst part is, is that at the end of the two weeks, you're like, oh, hey, by the way, Michael B. Jordan or somebody is going to be um, this guy. I was like, well, that guy in uh, Don't Feed the Geeks told me not to buy that movie two, that yeah, book exactly. two weeks ago. Now it's a $5,000 book. 
I hope that doesn't happen, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but listen, it's it's just basically be smart. You know, when stuff is at its hottest and it's you know its peak, it's really not the time to buy. Yeah, time to sell. But if you have it. <laughs> talking about time to buy, what are your guys' thoughts? on the market right now since we've been in quarantine you know covid you know what is it a little bit over three months now we've been stuck Um, at home i think it's i I don't think i don't market it's insane i don't think i don't think it's a time to not buy specifically but um i don't know how to describe it i wouldn't say don't buy because there's plenty of deals out there still no prices are going up for sure like, I think it, it's a it's a seller's market. Like you're you can find these books at a reasonable price, you know. Because what are people doing now? They're selling this stuff out of their homes. It's a lot easier to get these type of things on Instagram and on Facebook and all these other things. Yeah. <laughs> no, because I, I was waiting to talk. I was making a silly face. Um, Sorry. <laughs> I, I, making I think it's both. No, no, no. I, I'm not at all. I, I think the same. I actually think it's a buyer and a seller's market because. There's stuff that sellers are doing great on, but then there's other stuff because they're, you know, sellers are doing great on stuff. They're willing to work out deals on other books that, yeah. you know, listen, the, the hot books, the fire books, you're not going to get those first deal because they're already at, but other stuff that isn't hot, that's the stuff to buy right now. Listen, you go on key collector or whatever app you use to find out whatever the hottest book is right now. Don't buy any of those, buy the stuff that they're not talking about. Like right now I'd be buying other books. Like, I would be buying the Guy Gardner book, which yeah, I agreed. just recently bought for a great price. There's so many great keys out there. And yep. listen, you know, we talk Buy about a bunch of Silver not, Age stuff, you know, not getting into too much stuff. I love Silver Age, Bronze Age. You know, if you're looking to collect, you don't care about reading, you don't care about a specific one series, keys, guys, major first appearances, anything you can get your hand, literally anyone and everyone, because listen, they're making a movie about Madam Webb. Mm-hmm. They're making a movie about a character <laughs> called Jackpot. I've read every issue of Amazing Spider-Man, and I don't know who Jackpot is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just anything that you can get for a decent price, buy it. Yeah, I bought a copy of T- New Teen Titans number two for fifty. For those of you who don't know, that is the first appearance of Deathstroke. I got that book graded. It came back at nine, eight. I sold it for $600 the day Joe Maganello got announced as a character. And then he only was in it for five seconds, but it doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just, guys, the the first appearance is silver. Listen, if you have the money, that's what I focus on. A little bit of gold exchange. Yeah. And another thing, and I know Toy Story, I'm not going to collect this personally, but if you're in it just for the sake of collecting and making money, right now, hard hot. Pre-code horror, horror books stuff from the 19th. Super hot. These are great. Pre-code horror and sci-fi and fantasy. Very All the weird fantasy, now, the EC books have just blown up. I wish I got into this stuff four years ago. My God. Yep. I paid. I, mean, I just went. I'm, pay, I'm paying three hundred fifty dollars for a book now that was sixty bucks. You know. Yep. I I just went to Best Today and Ozzy was like, I posted some horror stuff and it's like, I got messages instantly Mm -hmm. for all the horror stuff that I posted. And I was like, it's, it's just hot stuff right now. So like, that's just another, you know, area outside of the superhero market. If you're not into superheroes, but still like comics, there's comics for everybody out there. There's something. All right. So I think we, I think we covered this pretty good guys. If there's anything we didn't cover that you want us to talk about, or you just want to ask us personally, let us know again. Hit, listen, hit us up on Instagram at LI Comic Guys. 
Um, it's all here, right in front of JJ. That's all the places you can yeah, move over a little bit. But can they see the, uh, they can't see the email. The email's not there. But um, <laughs> request at licomicguys.com. Yep. Yeah. And that's, and that's all you need to do if you wanted to email us. If you're not a social media person, but you listen to podcasts, you know, hit us up. We, I mean, if we don't know the information offhand, we know someone we probably knows. know who does. Yeah. Yep. But um, so we're going to do a fun segment now. Who wants to do a fun segment? We're doing a fun segment. Yeah. So we're doing, to keep with the theme of today, is five comic books every collector should have. Now, we all did five, a list of five. So this is probably going to be more than five. And I'm sure there's going to be some doubles. But let's do rock, paper, scissors, see who's going to go first. Ready? I don't, is that going to work? Rock, paper, says, shoot. shoot. I did a rock. So I beat him. Uh, Jim goes first then. Wait, wait, what? What do you mean you got paper? Uh, Jim, Jim, Jim. Yeah, but you you cut me. Yeah, I was rock and right. I beat him. So we all beat each other. So JJ goes. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> all right, that, I'm okay with that. So you know, being who you know, one of my other loves. Um, my first one is Star Wars number one uh, by uh, Marvel, 1977. That's a nice um, choice. You know. There's a lot of them out there, you know, but there's not a lot that are high grade. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I own a nine, I think I own a nine, six graded. Um, but, you know, I think that's a must. The people, I think an average collector should have that mm-hmm. just because yeah. it's Star Wars and, you know, it's, it's, uh, it, I think it got people into comics a lot. I don't know. I remember it when I was a kid. A hundred percent that I think all collectors should have that, but especially, collectors who are also star wars fans which i oh, feel yeah. has to be like yeah. i mean just the three of us make up people who are star wars fans and comic book fans mm-hmm. and that's a book too and it where it's worth dollar been diving for because you'll never know if you find that 35 cent variant guys i mean exactly. that's something we didn't and that's you know bring up before and but you're talking about even a low grade something worth thousands of dollars mm-hmm. yep 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 and it's a great book too mm-hmm. nice all right, so I'm going to go with my first one. Uh, and this is the only one, surprisingly, that's an Amazing Spider-Man. Hmm. I think absolutely everybody should have an Amazing Spider-Man 129, the first appearance of Punisher. Now, who? I, I, <laughs> I was so confused by you. Look, what's her? I'm sorry, you did cut out on that one. So I it was 129. Who's the first appearance? Okay. The Punisher, Amazing Spider-Man 129. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was funny. I was actually watching this movie, Coyote Ugly, the other night. Steph was watching it. I was like, what is this? (laughs) I was like, it was like from 2000. And there's a scene where like some, the girl who's the the main character, uh, I can't remember what what her name is, but um, she goes into this like pizzeria with this, he's doing the shady deal. And she's like, I'm not, like, I'm not sticking around for this. He goes, she goes, you bought drugs or something. He goes, no, I didn't. And he like pulled his, like, I just bought a comic book. And I was like, oh my God, it was Amazing Spider-Man 129. And I was like freaking out. I was like, Steph, Steph, look. And that was in 2000. That's amazing. <laughs> I don't care. But I mean, listen, the Punisher has All been right. a big character since he's come out. And I don't see him going away anytime soon. So I think every character, and, and listen, you can still get lower grade ones <laughs> for semi-reasonable money. Mm-hmm. So I think everyone should have one. Nice. I'm also going to go start with a Spider-Man book. Different one. Although I, all right. So between all the Spider-Man books, I 
thought for hours about which ones to include. <laughs> I think I'm happy with what I picked. Amazing Spider-Man 50. I think probably one of the most iconic covers in comic books. Affordable, still, in, pretty, in mid-grades. I think everybody should have one of those. Whether it's a 4 or an 8 you know? I think it's one of the first Spider-Man books that I ever got graded. Mm-hmm. It's just and iconic. Everybody knows it. It's, yeah. It's first appearance of Kingpin. It's also... Okay. A, I'm trying um, to look it up. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> it's also a great example of a, of a book that um, isn't super hot right now, but um, now is probably the time to buy one. Yeah, exactly. Nice pick. Cool. Thanks. Excellent. Good. All right. So no, no duplicates yet. Back to you, JJ. So I'm going to stay on the Amazing Spider-Man run. Ooh. So, and, and personally, I do not own this. And, you know, I would like to own it one day. I do have some variations of it. But Spider-Man 300. Ah, first duplicate. <laughs> yes. That's on my uh, list. Too. Um, you know, hundred percent agree. It's that was McFar- actually that was actually my number one pick. Okay, it's a Todd McFarlane cover. It's very iconic. Um, you had many different other artists copy that. Mm-hmm. Um, not copy it, but pay tribute to. Yeah, um, tribute. There's to so Todd many McFarlane. tribute covers to that cover. Yeah. And you know, it's it's it's. I mean, what? It's just the cover on it alone. It's just it's a, it's it's just fun to look at. It's a great and it's just it's it's. I think personally, it it shows Spider-Man in you know the way Spider-Man should look like. You know, mm-hmm. busting through, look like he's busting through a comic look. I love that cover. I don't own it. One day I'd love to own it. One day, but and it would probably be the only Spider-Man cover that I would appreciate paying up. Sorry, guys. It's pretty affordable too. Um, but yeah, that, mm-hmm. it is. It is considering yeah. Yeah. Like you can get high grades for like you get like a nine a nine four for like four hundred four hundred bucks, I think. You know, which is pretty high grade compared, you know, for someone who's starting yeah. out. Nice. Good pick. Ooh. Good pick. So, so just so you know, I I didn't do this in any specific <laughs> order mm-hmm. and I've already brought this up. And it's the first modern it's probably the most recent book that's on my list, the most modern book. I think everyone should buy a Batman Beyond One. I think that's a book where it's there's still a lot of room to grow. I can see that, especially in a very high 98 white page grade for the UPC version. I can see that being a $2,000 book in like five years. Easy. I think, you know, it's it's hot right now. Who, so who's who's going to tell them that it already is? It's not $2,000. There was a sale for 1800 I checked. <laughs> was there really? Yes. All right, so I'm wrong. In five <laughs> minutes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's an unbelievable right, um, uh, hot book. Yeah, that's a good. That's a really good pick. First Batman um, Beyond. All right, I'm gonna go with my uh, my kind of cheat right here. So this is like a small category of books. Any one of these five books, I think you should. I think everybody should own. And it's any of the first Silver Age appearances of the five Batman villains, Poison Ivy, Mr. Freeze, Penguin, Riddler, and Scarecrow. I agree with you. I don't have any of them, but I have if, only if Poison I did, Ivy. I, I'd, I would want that one too. Yeah. Any of those I've been are, on which one? are any, any of the first Silver Age Batman villain appearances. Like the big ones. Which one do you have? I have Poison Ivy. Batman 181. The Mr. Freeze so that cover was, though. That was, that, was, that was actually on my list. Uh, for, for Batman 181. Like all those other covers, oh, what the 121 Mr. Freeze, 155 Penguin, 171 Riddler, and 189 Scarecrow, they're all iconic. 
Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I, I agree completely. Yeah. Those are those are all books that I don't have. Um, definitely ones I want. Mm-hmm. And the one, you know, the, the one I was going to bring up, the, 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 the Batman 181, it's still affordable. I mean, I, I you know, and it's, it, it has gone up since I bought mine, mm-hmm. um, my graded one. Uh, but, it, you know, that's the, and that's the, going back to what we talked about before, you, put, you buy that book raw or even graded, make sure that it has the centerfold in it because that's the, one of the books that the centerfold was taken out. It was a centerfold of Batman and Robin. Yeah, it was like a pen-up um, page. You know, yep, a lot of those were taken out. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to go to what you said because I okay. agree 100%. So you bought that like five years ago, right? Probably, more or less. Uh, like four. Yeah, you were with me when I bought that at yeah. uh, Big Apple Con. Mm-hmm. And that's a book. So it it's, you said it's but gone it's up of... since you bought it, but you've seen gradual increases in price as opposed to like, yes. you know, $1,000 the next day. Like, you know, those books tend not to make such huge increases because they're already valuable books. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But that's a. Uh, did you have a pick? What was yeah, your one, one? Mine is Batman 181. Yeah, I know yours, but I think it was Gigi's turn. Oh, yeah, go ahead. So, oh, yeah, okay. Is it my turn now? Yeah. Um, so we brought this up before. Um, I actually have a graded 9.8 of this, uh, but the Infinity Gauntlet, number one. Um, really? Here, you, here you've got, you know, you've you got a, another iconic uh, cover. You know, you got Thanos with the glove, and you've got all the other characters, Doctor Strange and Spider-Man and... and, and, and um, uh, what's his name? Samuel L. Jackson character. Um, Nick yeah, Fury. that guy. Nick Fury's on it. So, you know, you got all these characters. And this, you know, was part of the whole movie. Uh, and again, this is, I remember when I bought this, it was like, I think I paid 50 bucks for it as a 9.8 mm-hmm. graded CGC. And it's, I would imagine it's gone up. I haven't, I haven't checked on it, but. That's a good one to have. Another, I think, affordable book. It's yeah. a good book to have. Especially for people who got into it because they're fans of the, of the movies. Too. The movie. Yeah. Yep. Good pick. All right, I'm gonna go with my next one. So I'm bouncing around here. There's no really specific order, but and this is the only book on my list that I actually don't have in my collection is a Hulk 181. And for those of you who don't know what that is, it is the first full appearance of Wolverine. Yes, it is. He is, without a doubt, and I will argue this until my grave the second biggest character in the Marvel Universe, hands down. The only bigger character than him is Spider-Man. And listen, it's a fire book. It's out of control price. I've The reason I don't have it is because I'm a psychopath and want it in a, high, a specific high grade. But get whichever copy you can and hold it because it's going to go up and it's just going to keep going up. And will it tail down for a little bit yes but it's always going to be a big book because he's a big major iconic character in the mm-hmm. universe so my next pick is Hulk 181. I respect that. Yeah and I'm and I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> All right my next pick is the first Silver Age appearance of a character very big character a book that I bought today actually Avengers 4 <laughs> first Silver Age Captain America. Again, one of the most iconic books of the Silver Age. I've got to be honest with you. I remember seeing that book. Like, because when I was doing my Avengers run, I 
was like, oh, Avengers 1. You know, I was going through all the books that I needed for the run at some point. I, I, I got out of that. When I saw that Avengers 4, I was like, oh, man, that's just such, such a nice, beautiful yeah. book. It's a Kirby cover too, right? It's mm-hmm. just, I was like, I always wanted that book. It was always in a ridiculous price book. And I finally had um, the right amount of disposable income on me. And I got it for the right price from the good people at Royal Collectibles. And I also have one too. So I respect mm-hmm. that. Awesome. That's excellent pick. So what about you, JJ? What do you got up next? You know, this is a tough one because, you know, yeah, I was going to go with The Walking Dead 1, but, you know, it's one of those books, it's, it's like, it's out of people's price range, and it's, it's it, to me, I think it's a niche market. You got to like that type of stuff to get it. It's not for everybody. Um, so, but that's you know, a good pick. Not the best choice. No, that's a good pick because number one, the price has come down, so it's relatively affordable. It has. Number two, oh, absolutely. tiny print run for something that became so big, 7,000 prints. They printed that thing yeah. in black and white because they didn't have enough money for color. Like yeah. that's, it, it is a cool book, regardless of how you feel about Walking Dead. I hate the show, it, I, I, you know, but I still think it's a really <laughs> cool book. But it, it's, it's, it's not, yeah, it's not that, for everybody. I think it's, it's, it's very, I think a very small niche group of collectors. Sorry, guys. And listen, like like Toy Story was saying though, like because of the small print runs, like maybe like now is the downtick, but I mean I feel like there's room to go up on that. Definitely. Yeah. Good pick, I mean, but again, gradual, reasonable. Like I don't see that book gaining like a thousand dollars overnight. No. Like, they they already the, the, the TV like, shows they, already they had that, yeah. Um but that's a good pick. Um, so my next one I've also mentioned too, and listen, it's kind of going to follow the same, you know, line of thinking that I had for the Hulk 181. And I think every collector, especially a Batman collector, a Batman Adventures 12, I mean, you know, a high to mid grade copy, it's Harley Quinn. I mean, it's a huge modern book of a huge character. I mean, like when you think of the top five characters in terms of popularity, for the DC Comics universe, I mean, like her or not, Harley Quinn. I mean, you look, you walk around Comic Con. I mean, you can't like you know walk two feet without bumping into a Harley Quinn cosplayer. I mean, yeah. she's just a huge character. You know, she's gained so much popularity. I mean, she has her own movie. Like, how many? Like, she's the only other character other than Wonder Woman who's pretty much had her own movie, whether yeah. it was good or not, is regardless of the case. Yeah, true. Um, I think, you know, it's, and again, like it goes up and it goes down, but I mean, I think in the long run, like 10 years from now, like it's still going to be a, um, a valuable book. Yeah, definitely. And I think we know a couple people who might be selling one soon in a pretty high grade, right? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. What do you got? Do you have anything left or did we take all yours? No, I got one more. And okay. it's kind of it's kind of a biggie, so maybe not something everybody should have. But if you have the opportunity, listen. I but I think you know has, if you're a collector, maybe it's something to build up to. Yeah, I think this book has the biggest foundation that a book could. One of the biggest foundations a book could have. I don't think this book is ever going down. 
I don't know how fast it could go up, but I think it's going to stay strong. Fantastic Four, number five, first appearance of Doctor Doom. That's a great pick. It's expensive as hell. I want one so bad. It's expensive, though. (laughs) I I really love that cover, too. I know Alan has a great copy of that book. Um, He does. He does. So he's a character who I actually agree. Like, is that book in a reasonable spot right now or no? Not really. It's it hasn't dipped. It's pretty high for like even a three hour or something. But it hasn't like seen like any crazy increases like recently though, right? I haven't noticed any. No. But like for so example, that's the thing too. asking right now on a two zero is thirty two fifty. Wow, crazy. But yeah. I mean, that's another guy. He hasn't showed up in the MCU yet. You know he's going to because who's the Fantastic Four going to go throw down with? I mean. Like that book you're talking about, mm-hmm. once there's an announcement, it could be a six thousand dollar book. Yeah, exactly. So the one for thirty two fifty. So that's that's a great pick. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, one. that's my and last again, one. Like you got to remember, for these super expensive books, if they're not something that you want, like Iron Man, like I think now is a great time to buy Iron Man because I think it's always going to be a valuable book. But don't expect to see that like flip money. Like Hulk one eighty one is like a flip book because. You know, God forbid, there's like some huge actor who it's gets fluctuating that that Wolverine. The the book will fl- you know double in price, but you know, like Iron Man, that's you're not going to see a double in price again. Like mm-hmm. you know, that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. But um, all right, what do you got, JJ? You got anything left? No, that was it. All right, so I have one more, but Let's it's a very it. g- general. Um. I think every single collector should have a book and have it be graded preferably, preferably signed by Stanley. Every single. Still something. Uh, I agree. It's, it's something that's something that's still. And it's, I would recommend trying to get some type of key that's worth money because it'll eventually, you know, garner even more money, but Stan, the man, I mean, the guy was a legend, you know, whatever people say about him, good or bad. I mean, the guy was just freaking Stan Lee. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think comic good books pick. would still exist at this capacity at all, if if at all, if not for Stan Lee. So, um, very good pick. I think I'll agree with you on that one. one. Yeah. All right. All good. Right. Good guys. That was awesome. Very good. Very fun. Uh, you wanna yeah. you wanna take us out of here today? I know we have uh, two more things yeah, to quickly talk about. This is gonna be a long yeah, episode, so. we know, guys, but. But, but you're having a good time, so yeah. strap exactly. in for a little bit more fun. Yeah. <laughs> so we just want to do a little promo for something that's going to be happening this weekend, which I think a lot of you know about already, is at Con 2, Instagram's uh... virtual comic convention. Second one of its kind, second one this year, hosted by Elite Comics 11 on Instagram. And yours truly will be vendoring at it on Sunday. Wait, just you? Yes, just me. I'm taking you? all your books and taking all your money. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yes awesome and we've had some awesome announcements in terms of like guests who are going to be there as well yeah right yeah so we have huge is kevin eastman co-creator of tmnt is going to be involved in the convention i think he's going to be doing a panel with that with ali and also matt nelson head grader and restoration pressing expert <laughs> at c at cgc that's really he, he is an awesome guy to talk to and an awesome guy right. to listen to so I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of other awesome guests and there's going to be four days of vendors, Thursday to Sunday. It's going to be a lot of books for sale and a lot of fun. So 
I don't know if our day's been announced yet, but it probably has. It's Sunday. Mm-hmm. We yep. don't. We, we we won't release a time yet, but yeah, we're gonna be we'll, there Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're real. We're really excited for it. Uh, yeah, no, I I don't think we're expressing how excited we are. We are amazingly excited. We've been yeah. putting work into this for weeks. Uh, we have so much cool stuff. I mean, like across the gamut. I think the only thing that we're not selling Golden Age books. Yeah, and I think literally everything else under the sun. Yeah, we have a, we have a, we have a good for. spread. Yeah, so super excited. Uh, we hope you guys uh, uh, keep some money left on Sunday for us. Yeah, and just a uh, bit. we'll have we'll have some worthwhile stuff to pick up. Yeah, but I think that's it for me. Do you guys have anything? I think we're anything good. That was else? that was fun, guys. No, yeah, we're doing great. We episode, guys. And please, really reach out to us if you guys have more questions. If we can help you in any way, like we really love to do that because honestly, we love this stuff, and you know, we want to educate other people too. Like, we want it to. You know, we want this, you know, hobby to be a fun one. You know, we don't we want we don't want people to get um, you know, taken advantage of or you know, not understand completely what they're doing. So um, you know, definitely hit us up. Well said. But you know good stuff. With that being said, remember until next time Don't be the geeks!